Hi, I'm Pat Foran. Welcome to Get Labeled Indie Music Roadmap, a podcast for working indie artists, aspiring music artists, and fans. Each week, I interview a different guest who has a proven track record in the biz or related field. I talk with producers, promoters, audio engineers, managers, songwriters, bands, social media experts, veteran and novice artists too, about their experiences and recommendations. I'll get answers to some of the hows and whys of today's music business, which you will find invaluable in navigating the chaotic world of today's music industry. Today's guest is singer-songwriter Seth Witcher. Let's get going. My speakers, how's it going? It's awesome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. <laughs> yeah, well, thanks for coming. <laughs> and um, no having me. You know, it's been uh, with COVID, it's hard to get out to see people and um, or to get out and play, actually. But, you know, hopefully things are opening up now. And um, I saw you at uh, Music Fest. Oh, you did? Yeah, I was on right before you at the um, Martin Guitar Stage. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I, that night was like a blur for me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, there was a lot of people there. Like, um, well, normally there's a lot of people there, but look like people were like listening to music. And then after I came off, um, I realized they were probably waiting for you. <laughs> a big, you know, bunch of people. Because, uh, yeah, no, I, yeah, I, I had, I had to go to the outside. I, I um, have like a health issue going on and oh my gosh. Um, have to like conserve energy and normally where I would go and stay and watch and, you know, hang out. I, I had to like, get back, <laughs> get out, get something to eat and then get back. But um, yeah, I mean, I was standing outside and all of a sudden, you know, I hear everybody cheering and I'm like, Whoa, what's going on? <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. Well, I was listening to you and you know, yeah, it was really good. And uh, so I started looking you up in the pamphlet. I'm like, who is this guy? Like, I'm like, Oh, I heard of this guy. I think we were Facebook friends already. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I think I've seen you, you maybe at the steel stacks open mic. Yeah. May, may have seen you there. Yeah. That was a while ago though. I haven't really gone, um, to that, uh, in a while since they opened it back up. I want to go more frequently, but yeah, probably that would have been like a couple of years ago, maybe or more, you know, um, cause your name was familiar to me and, um, and I was like, Oh, I think I, I think I saw this guy before. <laughs> so, so yeah, um, the valley, the valley is pretty small. Um, it's, it's interesting. When I first got started, uh, you know, just playing around uh, in the valley, I realized that like everyone knows everyone. Like the the <laughs> circle of musicians is pretty tight, and it's um, it's really it was really cool to kind of get into that and like meet people like you and you know um, yeah, just just some really cool people like Billy Bauer. Um, oh yeah, Billy. Yep. Great. You know, so yeah, I'm honored. I've been trying to get Billy on here for a couple of years. <laughs> oh yeah. And uh, we keep missing each other. Yeah. He's, he gets busy and then, you know, um, he's, he's into a lot of stuff. I guess he does a lot of gigs. Well, you do. Mm-hmm. I think you do a lot of gigs. You do. You, um, how many shows per year do you think? Well, of course it's hard to tell with COVID, right? <laughs> but, right. I mean, how many, um, do you think um, you're looking forward to doing like maybe this year? Honestly, as much as possible. Uh, I just, 
it's not – I don't know if that's the answer you're looking for. I just – so I play – I perform, <laughs> like, full-time. So, uh, usually every weekend I have something going on, which I'm, I'm – saying maybe, like, um, twi- twice a week at least, right? And then – Yeah. 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 I, I just – I don't know. Like, during August, it was pretty intense for me. I think I had, like, 22 shows in that month. Wow. Or, that was intense for me. I don't think I want to be playing that much, uh, ideally, like every month. Um, but, you know, I just just play as much as I can. And I'm just grateful when people want me to, to perform for them. Yeah, well, the, my guest last week, we were talking, I think he said he did. I can't remember really, but I thought he said he did 400 shows. Like that before, is. <laughs> wow. Before COVID. Wow. Um, I think that's what he said. And, um, but, you know, he tries to turn things down, but, you know, I said something like, um, you know, well, you can't always turn things down because you might not get another chance, you know, like that specific opportunity at that time, Mm -hmm. you know, something comes up and you're like, uh, okay. You know, it's like, yeah, I was going to take, you know, this Sunday off, but I'll, I'll come out and do something or Friday night or whatever. But, um, yeah, so uh, really cool, man. Like you released a, a one album or an EP so far? Yes, sir. So um, my first album is out now. I wrote it in January. Um, it's like 13 songs on there. Uh, and it's it's taken a little bit for me to get the album out because as I've been performing in the Valley and kind of like uh, growing as an artist, I've also been learning how to produce my own music. Um and so that's what the album is. It's kind of like me figuring it out and trying out, you know, um, you know, different genres and, and just messing around and just making things that make me feel something. Um, so the album is out now, though, but it did release uh, January 21st. Cool. Well, congratulations. <laughs> I listened to I th- listened to a few tracks. Um, I want to say, is it on SoundCloud or? Yes, it's out. It's every. <clears throat> Okay. Yeah. I, I listened to a few of your songs on SoundCloud. So, you know, thanks for listening. I, yeah. I like the um, production. Now you seem, it seems like, I mean, from the few songs that I listened to um, you're, you're like doing, I can't, I can't say like really different genres because I think they, they were kind of centered um, in the one space, but um, how do you feel like as a songwriter? I mean, I find myself, um, you know, writing different, maybe different styles. Um, but I try and, you know, maintain, uh, more of a balance now, um, back mm-hmm. to the center, you know, like you go a little this way, a little that way, but I, I try and steer the song back towards the center instead of going too far into like, um, uh, I don't know, like heavy rock or I, I kind of bring it back to a pop trying to, bring it back maybe towards a pop sensibility. Right. Um, now, I mean, how do you feel? Who are like some of your influences, like maybe of the last two to three years that um, you, you're maybe, I wouldn't say trying to mimic, but has an influence on, on what you're doing. Right. Yeah. So it's interesting, you know, what you said, the album is like, basically, I'd say probably one or two genres It doesn't really fluctuate a lot. But as I've been producing, I've kind of done a lot of different things. Uh, so to answer your question, my influences for the album specifically were like Juice World, 
um, X, 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 Tentacion, Eminem, but then also like Panic at the Disco, um, Fall Out Boy, like the like emo rock, uh, 2000s rock is what I grew up on. Uh, it's the music. And it's really interesting. So um, like when I perform live, I play an acoustic guitar. You know, and I just sing and <laughs> right. So you wouldn't expect me to, uh, to I don't know, put out something that really wasn't acoustic, I guess. Um, but, you know, I just I just like making music. So with my next projects, I've got uh, it, it's very versatile what I'm doing next. So um, I don't really I, I think I'm, I'm finding my sound. I'm finding what uh, makes me feel. And um, I don't know, maybe there's multiple genres that uh, that I'll fit into, or maybe there's only one or two or whatever, but I'm kind of just exploring right now. So the, the first album, um, was really just me kind of like getting my, my, uh, baseline story out. Um, the album is called who am I? And I talk about like, you know, mental health things I've gone through and, and, and like how I kind of felt um, as a little, little kid to, to now, like, you know, growing up, you know, 20, 23. So, um, you know, the album for me was kind of like something that I, I felt like I had to get out and it wasn't, it wasn't really, um, it wasn't really as, as, uh, exploratory as my new music is uh, going to be. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's hard to, pinpoint things like you know people will say like i sound like this and i sound like that i'm like i'll talk to two or three different people and they'll all tell me something different um, yeah so but it's good i mean i think i heard what was it panic in the disco mm -hmm. yep. yeah i think i heard a little bit of that on one of your songs um i didn't know who it was but now that you mentioned that i think that's what and it's not so much like you know a song of theirs but the the style yeah so that's that's what i'm that's what i'm going for like um the style of the music um i've been trying to change myself um i've been trying to focus more on a certain certain type of music um i i do rock like i'm really a rock guitar player but like you said i do a lot of acoustic shows mm -hmm. you know so people see me play acoustic and then they're you know, when they hear that, you know, I'm like, oh yeah, I did this uh, electric tune, you know, and it's, I'm going to be putting it out and they're like, oh, I didn't know you played electric. And it's like, uh, yeah, like, that's what I really do. <laughs> yeah. It's like my favorite thing to do, you know? Right. Um, I mean, of course, you know, I like acoustic too, but um, well, it's easier to get out, right? Um, you're just responsible for yourself mainly. If you go to do a gig, you know, you're, you're getting paid and you don't have to worry about paying the drummer and the bass player and it's or having them learn material you know you you have all the material that you're going to use and um so it's a little more light lightweight to it's more portable right than a band actually right so, no it is and i feel like it's e easier to get shows um being solo just because you take up less space and you you know you cost less um than a full band but I do have a band as well. And um, I see the value in having a band for sure, just because um, while, yeah, it's more time to, to practice and get everybody on the same page and, you know, you got to pay people and stuff. It's uh, 
it just adds to the vibe of everything. Um, I don't know. I found at the shows where I have a full band, uh, you you have people who, who are dancing with you more often than, um, than, you know, when I'm playing solo, you know, because you got the drums, you got the bass, you know, you got like the whole vibe going. So um, I don't know. I, I started out playing solo. Um, I did that for probably, it'll be, I guess, three years. Um, that was solo, like pretty much only solo. And now I, uh, I kind of just do whatever people ask for. So I've got a band if you want a band or got me if you just want me, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's good. Um, yeah, I mean, the, the band is definitely, I would say like with the band, I mean, in my past bands, uh, if especially rock, people can't like talk as much. Mm. Like in the background, like they can't, they kind of have to pay attention to the band. So yeah. you, you, you control the volume <laughs> with the band more. So I think people are like more focused on the music. Um, I mean, depending on the volume, but I mean, the places I used to play, you know, it was loud. And um, so with, with the acoustic, um, you know, I mean, I played, I played noisy rooms and I played, you know, some um, listening rooms, you know, and, and it's different, you know, each one's different. If you're playing, a, if you're playing a club or a bar, um, and, you know, people are coming out to socialize. So, you know, they might not always be listening to what you're playing. You know, they're there to, to, uh, share the night with their friends or, or whatever, and they're going to be talking, you know, so you can't really worry about that. Look, I talked to a lot of different musicians about that. Um, but basically, I mean, you just get up and you play and, um, you know, versus, with the band, you know, you have control of that mm. space, you know, that volume space, like you demand, <laughs> you suck up all the, or you, you know, you create the volume so they can't really talk like they would at a tavern or something, you know? So um, it's a different dynamic. Yeah. Um, you know, you're totally right. I honestly, um, it is easier to like have like a, a crowd, like, going and doing what you want with the band though i have found um solo like a lot of times i'll talk to the audience a lot of times you know i'll encourage them to clap with me or sing with me or you know tap their feet or nod their heads or whatever and i feel like the more personable i am when i perform if i'm you know solo or with a band or whatever the easier it is to get people to uh pay attention and you know really be an active listener with me um, something that I've noticed and what I love about the Lehigh Valley music scene is that it's, um, you know, it's difficult to get people's attention. So I've been able to do it because um, I've really worked at it. Um, and I don't know, I think I'm like a personable person and I just, yeah, I don't know. You want to listen to me, I think. You want to pay attention. <laughs> um, like it's hard to do that in the Lehigh Valley. I noticed when I went to Atlanta um, over the summer uh, last year, it's a totally different vibe. If you play in other cities, I feel like it's a different vibe. Like you play in front of these people and you are kind of like the center of attention. Um, in the Valley, it's more like, like you said, people that come out for their friends, the football game, and then you, you know, so like, you're like the last thing you're like background noise, but in, in Atlanta, um, specifically, 
it was like these people who have never met me or didn't even know me, they were all just like actively listening and then talking to their friends. It was, it was really interesting and really weird. So I think it just, it depends on where you are, but I think regardless, the Lehigh Valley is difficult for that reason. And if you can get people's attention here, I think you could do it a lot of other places too. Yeah. Yeah. It depends. Like I, I feel, um, when I go to certain other places outside of my area, like I, I feel, I get, um, people are listening a little more, um, mm-hmm. maybe because you're not from the area. Cause you're like announcing it, that you're not from the area. So yeah. that that's part of it, but uh, you know, and the music is part of it. So if you're writing good music, they're going to give you a listen, but, um, it might just be that like, I, I go to places where they're actually listening, you know, like, like you're saying, like different places, uh, people will listen um, versus um, watch, like watching the game on TV. I mean, I played a club local, well, sort of local. It was a nice place to play. They had a nice open mic and a, um, I don't want to mention the name of the place, uh, nice open mic. And then they had a restaurant um, adjacent. They just had this one area, you know, uh, off to the side dedicated to music. Mm -hmm. And it was really nice when they had it like that. And then the rest of the place was, you know, they had music going on at, I think they had two different bars and then they changed it to a sports bar. And then they had us in the front room and they have like, I was there like during the world series, the one year. And I think uh, world cup world series and people are like watching the game, you know, they're not turning toward, toward they're clapping sometimes, but you know, so I, I didn't, eventually they, they stopped having entertainment because um, it's just kind of ridiculous to like to, to play like that. But, you know, if it's a gig, you know, if you're a musician, musician and it's a gig, you know, you might want to do it and just play for what it's worth. <clears throat> but um, then there are other places, like I said, like listening rooms too. Uh, well, like Godfrey Daniels, I played that. Um, I think I did the open mic a couple of times there and um, I had been playing bars and so you get a mix of people. So, you, you know, you have to like work and get people's attention and then get, maybe they'll get up and dance a little bit, or if it's a song they know, they'll, they'll sing along. Um, but I, I play a lot of original music. So um, mostly original music. So I've been playing places like that, you know, so you get the one, the one club, uh, this lady asked me for, to play a song. She was after me, please play this song. Please play this song. I just got married. So I'm like, okay, I said, I'll, you know, let me get to this. I'll play right before the end of this set. How's that? So I looked over to her and I'm like, I'm gave her a nod. I'm like, I'm going to play this song. So then I'm playing the song and then she's, you know, not screaming, but loud with these other people. Like she didn't even pay attention to Mm -hmm. when I played the song. So it's like, you know, I don't like to do requests like that. And that's one of the reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, they don't tip you. Like most of the time people don't tip you. Um, so, you know, when they, when they do request something. So, um, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a mixed bag. I mean, there's different clubs, different nights. I mean, it could be the same club on a different night, you know. And, and you, got, you, like, you have them in the palm of your hand, you know. Um, right people are listening and clapping and tipping you and but um but anyway uh yeah i mean that's great i mean i wish a good luck with that and continued success and um 
when I saw you, you were very engaging. You know, you're you're speaking and you're very very engaging. Thank um, you. Introducing your songs, and I think I think you were right. I think that's it brought people in. Well, you have an interesting story. I mean, you know, you were talking about personal things, and um, um, so you know, that's the thing. Like with a song, um, if you know, people know if if it's a real thing or not. You know, if you, so, I mean, you don't have to write a story about, you know, something that happened exactly, but like what I'll try and do is I'll put uh, instances in there, happenings in the song um, of true events, but not necessarily in that way or in that order of my life or whatever, but people like they know, like they, I know like certain songs, like they really, people really like, you know, my songs predominantly over other songs um like they'll just like oh I, you know, that's the song that's the song I'll, I'll get that for some people just it just uh hits them you know so i think that's you know the night that i saw you i mean you know you're talking about um your life and um, i think people related to it you know the feelings that you were things that you felt and then probably in your song too so you know that, thank that's, you yeah you're welcome <laughs> and um uh, you know that's that's how how it's how it works you know mm. um, people know like if if it's phony or fake you know yeah and just like if we speak like if i tell you something you know an event or a hope or a dream mm. and then you know you will you can tell if it's sincere or not you know right um simple things when did you get started with music or how did you when did you know that you that you really wanted to do music or write songs or play an instrument? I mean, how hmm. old were you? Or and then those like, are all those are all uh, different questions that uh, elicit different responses. Um, I first started playing guitar when I was six years old. Um, oh, my started. She had me playing piano, and um, that same year, you know, I wanted to try guitar too, and I loved the guitar, so I was playing guitar started when I was six um, and I was singing a little bit at that point as well. Mm -hmm. But then like a year or two later, uh, you know, I was singing in front of some family and then I was made fun of. So I didn't sing or do anything for like 10 years. Um, so I found out I really wanted to pursue music uh, my senior year of high school. I, there were, I went to Parkland High School um, and there was this talent show called Mr. Parkland. Um, and in it, you would display your talent in front of 2000 people, um, you know, and <laughs> I just I was a senior and I was like, you know what? I love music. So screw what anyone thinks. I don't care if they like it or not. I'm going to sing. So I sang a song that I wrote. Um, and uh, I didn't win, but there was something about it because after I sang, I went backstage and everybody was humming my song. Uh, and I don't know, I just felt like on top of the world. So at that point, I was like, you know what? Like, I'm going to pursue music some more. So um, I wasn't fully all in at that point, but I started going to open mics um, at that point. Uh, and then I went to I went to Lehigh University for robotic engineering. Um, I was there for like two three semesters 
And then I realized that I just did not like robotic engineering. So at that point, that's when I was all in for music. And I decided to just just follow music just full time. So um, I believe I, I started uh, really, 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 really um, pursuing music like three years ago. It'll be four years in December um, that I've been doing this full time. So, um, yeah, yeah, I believe I believe it. No, it was like 2018. So it'll be four years, four or five years. But yeah. Yeah. So I've been playing Valley for like three or four years. And the way I did it is I just um, took my guitar into random restaurants and um, I spoke to the managers just unannounced. And I asked if I could audition and just sing them a song. And um, if they liked it, I asked if I could, you know, perform there sometime. And that's how I got started. Um, that's how I did it. And cool. now I'm here in front of you. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man, that's awesome. Um, I don't think I, I started writing songs when I was about 20. So um, I, again, like sim something similar, like I tried to sing and like people were, my friends were like making fun of me um, mm -hmm. when I first started singing, I was probably like 15 or something. And um, so I didn't really, I wasn't really a singer until, well, I wasn't really a singer again until I was like 20 something early 20s I, I took some lessons and um, had to take a course at college and the um, teacher found that I had a voice possibility <laughs> and I was mm. like get out of here man like I can't sing you know and they're like no no try this you know and, I'm, and then she coached me or coaxed me actually into doing it so um, so I'm thankful for that um, so that's that's the thing it's like um, you know, obviously you could have started when you're younger too, but, um, you know, when you're committed like that, like you're convinced and you're, you dedicate yourself to it, then that's a different thing too, than just, you know, waiting in the water for five years. Like if I, if I started at 15, mm -hmm. just, you know, like in and out and in and out and not really serious, you know, um, by the time I was 20, I was, uh, you know, it was more serious. Music was a lot more serious for me. And, um, I was a better musician at that time. So, uh, to learn singing was a little easier at that time than if I tried it when I was 15 too. So try trying to sing and play, you know, as you, as you know, it's, <laughs> you know, you, that's, um, people don't realize the uh the skill level you need to perform like to play guitar and sing you know mm. uh, it's it's a lot of work right i mean it's multitasking yeah <laughs> you can't I don't know. some songs you can't it's like almost impossible to play and sing at the same time but you work at it and you figure out how to do it you know? i really feel like it's like riding a bike you know like once you do it you know how to do it it's hard at first but i think it's doable yeah some of the songs when i when i used to play was uh that that were the hardest were like police songs mm -hmm. um because mm -hmm. they had you know uh like a kind of a different guitar you weren't just strumming chords you know you had to play these single note lines and um like message in the bottle i don't know if yeah. you know that one um, 
yeah, so that was like kind of a challenge for me to do that. And, hmm. and not just, you know, get the first part of the verse, you know, it's like the whole thing, like coming right. into the, when you go to the chorus and this and that, cause you're like, Oh, wait a minute, here's the chorus coming up, you know? And you're like, Oh, hmm. I better get on that, you know? Um, but um, yeah. So songwriting. So what, what do you write? with the most do you write guitar or i see keyboards behind you you said that you played keyboards mm -hmm. so do you write some on keyboards and write some on guitar or what's your or don't you you just happens however it happens the answer is yes <laughs> <laughs> so uh sometimes i'll be playing on my guitar and then i'll just hear words words will just come into my mind um other times uh, I'll be playing on the piano, same thing. Other times I'll be uh, working in my DAW logic, um, you know, working on like the, the keyboard they have on there and then like words will come or I'll just hear a melody. Um, other times I'll be like, and then I'll have a whole song just come out of nowhere. And so um, sometimes I'll be dreaming and then I'll have a song. Um, so honestly, just inspiration uh, just kind of just, comes out of nowhere um and i just i just i guess i want to make sure that i'm ready to just kind of like document whatever i find or experience or stumble upon so so do you use your smartphone i mean i do i, I do. found yeah i mean years ago like when i first started it was like you know i mean there were computers but i couldn't afford one at the time like apple met mm -hmm. you know, the mac was out and popular but um i was buying instead of buying a mac i was buying guitars you know so twelve hundred dollar mac it was like twelve hundred dollar guitar you know instead yeah um, and um but i know i mean i lost a lot of ideas back then you know um by the time you're writing down like the first verse or the first part of the verse and you got your guitar and you're like going back and forth and then all of a sudden by it starts to change mm -hmm. and then it's like you can't remember it was like, oh, I lost that riff, you know, like, what was that? And then, yeah. you know, sometimes it would come back, but most more often, uh, you know, before I started using my iPhone and stuff, it was, uh, you know, you just kind of lose the idea. It would become something different, but it might still be good. But, um, you know, when you hear that, you know, that's how I, that's how I do it. I just, I just get ideas just for no, out of nowhere, you know, like, Oh geez, I got I got to go get this down, you know, right. in the middle of doing something, and it's kind of cool, but it's also can be frustrating if you can't write it down. You're like, oh, I got to keep humming this tune until I get home or whatever. You know, you're driving, and so um, yeah, so that that's pretty cool, man. That's that's kind of the way I do it, you know. Thank you. Um, you just get these inspiration inspirational ideas, um, which I'm thankful for. You know, I mean. I think I've written some pretty good tunes and um, yeah. So I think, you know, I wasn't trying to press you on, you know, how many genres you're writing, writing in. Um, I think it's great that, you know, number one, if, if you're a songwriter that you can write in the first place. And then secondly, I think the more diverse you are with your music um, styles, I don't want to say genres, but styles, yeah. Um, that just, you know, makes it better in the long run, you know? Yes, sir. Um, I agree. Because otherwise you're just kind of 
writing the same stuff over and over, you know, mm -hmm. uh, or, you know, rhythmically. Um, so now, so you hear melodies and things like that too. Yes, sir. Like, yeah. Um, I don't think I get, I don't think I hear lyrics, but I, I do hear hooks. Mm. So what okay. I, what I'll hear is I'll hear rhythms for like melodic rhythms and then right. a word will just fit in there, you know, and that's where, I, that's how I'll get started. Might not, it might not end up being the word in the song, but it's a, like a placeholder mm -hmm. um, for, for something better, you know, a better lyric or something. But um, yeah, I mean, so, everybody else is different. It's very, it's cool to like hear that from another musician though. I mean, yeah, I don't know. We're creative out here. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's fun. I mean, I think, you know, I mean, I don't have any, uh, you know, top 40 hits or anything uh, under my belt or Grammys or anything, but um, I can say overall, like the best thing is just to be creative. And um, I think for me, music has been like very like therapeutic. Right. Um, if nothing else. Um I might have like a little, um, you know, Jimi Hendrix talked about manic depression and things like that. Um, I might have a little bit of that um, that I deal with, but it's nothing compared to what other people deal with. Mm. Um, so I might, you know, get feel a little, a little low and then, but that's kind of like, I'll be a little more creative maybe because maybe I'm slowing down and um might be like uh maybe i'll go, get to my guitar and just start playing my guitar and then you know boom you know like lifts me up you know um and especially if you if i write a song um i mean how do you feel when you know you've been working on a song and then you finally get it to a point where it's assembled like you feel like you're you finished it or near finished you know right um to be honest i i feel like when i when i'm in that mode of creating a song um there's no other feeling like it so for me it's all kind of the same just enjoyment um happiness uh joy when i'm just you know whether i'm at the beginning of the song making process or the end of the song making process because um I believe that, uh, you know, if I had a superpower, if I had an ability, I think one of them is um, to be able to create. I create, I create atmospheres. I create feeling. I create moods. So I just love to create. So when I'm in that creating space, um, I don't know. I just kind of like, I forget to eat. <laughs> I forget to sleep <laughs> like all in. I'm just, I'm really happy. So uh, it doesn't really matter to me at what point I'm in. I I'm in in the create creating cr creative creation process. There you go. Yeah. Cool. And I think I think uh, it's a similar thing for like uh, performing um, with performances. I know I started. I left music for a long time and then came back about 10, 10 or more years ago, maybe eleven or twelve years ago and uh, got restarted, uh, did an album, put out an album that I 
have been wanting to put out for a long time. And um, I started performing and I was like, oh, you know, when I was done performing that night, it was like, oh, I want to do this again. You know, it's just yeah. like, if you have a good night, especially or a really, um, I don't know, probably like um, music fest, you know, there's a lot of people milling around, you know, going to different uh, places, uh, venues there. And um, when you get done there, it's just, you know, people are clapping and into it, then you're, you know, just, there's no, there's no feeling other feeling like that, you know? I mean, it's, right. it's like, Hey, they liked me. <laughs> it's like, that's cool. You know? And um, it's like, Oh, let's do this again. You know? So um, yeah, there's, I think, um, I think a lot of musicians, like, especially like you hear all these stories about rock musicians and stuff and substance abuse and all that stuff. And um, I think now those people, I mean, they're, I'm talking about these band, these large bands with large followings and record sales, you know, 100,000, 200,000 or more um, or songs of 500,000 or more song sales when, when music used to sell <laughs> better than it does now. Um, like, they would go out and they'd play for 10,000, 20,000 people. I mean, that's gotta be, well, it's exhilarating. I mean, it's gotta be crazy. And then, yeah. And then the next day to go home and like you're home with the family and it's like, you know, where's my roadie? Where's my, you know what I mean? It's just like so different, you know? Mm. So you can kind of see where, you know, they could, uh, you know, those kind of things could be happening. Maybe they're partying on the road or something, but, um, you know, I'm just talking about playing for a couple of hundred people, you know, and those guys are playing for thousands, you know? Yeah. So, um, yeah, somebody was telling me they opened up for the Rolling Stones one time and they were literally, literally like vomiting backstage because there was, you know, they were so uh, stressed out about it. Wow. And because it it's it's so exhil- exhilarating, you know, like, um, but, um, but anyway, um, yeah, just talking about, uh, you know, some of the feelings, you know, of, of, of writing music. I mean, like I get great joy out of that and then sharing it with people and then, you know, by, by performing it. Um, yeah, it's really a unique, uh, a unique experience, you know, and not everybody can do that or, or deliver the song, you know, that's the most important thing too. Once you, once you, write it it's like getting it out and delivering the song with feeling and over and over and over you know right different performances um so what what other things um did you like to do were were you into sports at all um growing up um well uh okay in middle school uh i mean okay before high school i was homeschooled so i had you know different opportunities uh to play um you know with leagues so i i did i did like some basketball i did i did uh some baseball never really liked it in high school i did um football did some wrestling some power lifting um never really liked it so uh the thing i enjoyed most was music um in high school i would uh, I was the guy who would play guitar in the hallways in the morning. So one of my teachers had a guitar and he'd let me play it in the morning before classes. So I would do that. Um, 
but yeah, man, I don't know. I would just, I would speak cool. um, I would listen to music, uh, and I would just create, you know, write poems, write songs. I was never really like, you know, showing people my music until I graduated high school, but, um, I've always kind of been just creating. That's like my happy place. Yeah. Well, I just asked you because, um, I played some sports, um, I enjoyed, well, I, I enjoyed baseball when I was young and then um, soccer when I got a little bit older. I, I really enjoyed soccer. Um, but I, I always liken um, music or being a musician to being an athlete. Right. You have to, uh, you know, some of it's discipline where you're uh, prepping, you know, preparing for to play then you maybe have scrimmages but then you also have you know bigger games and you know so i talk about being in shape and being ready um for a performance um different showcase like i do a lot i like to do a lot of showcases versus and and i you know i, I did years ago i did clubs a lot of clubs with bands and um and solo doing covers and this and that um but now I just kind of, I try and be a little more selective as to mm. what I do and, and just try and focus on original music. So, um, but um, yeah, so I, I think, um, you know, there's like practicing your guitar and practicing your, your vocals, you know, that's all prep. And, um, you know, if you don't play for a little while, um, you know, you go back out and, and think that you have the handle on something and you find out, oh, I've you know, what were the chord changes on that? You know, right. like it could, it could be your own song too. Right. I mean, I don't know. I, I know I asked you about influences, musical influences uh, over the last few years, but has anything, anything new this year or, um, or maybe um, any, any types of music? Like um, when I listen to, when I see TV uh, ads and things like that, uh, or TV shows, you know, sometimes I'll find music that's pretty interesting. And I'm like, Oh, you know, I like that. Maybe I'll try and do something like that. Do you ever find um, like of late, you have anything that you're looking at or listening to? I kind of listen to, uh, I, I, I tend to, to lean more towards like rock. Um, I like to listen to right now. Um, but I've really been into like, um, 80s music so i'll go listen to like something from the 80s um put it on a playlist in youtube um i don't know different things inspire me um so it'll change it'll change one one week it'll be like 2000s rock next week it'll be like some pop stuff some new pop stuff um i just like to listen to the music and and i listen to it kind of like uh I'm listening, I'm listening to the music and trying to understand how they did what they did in the song um, because I know how to produce. And so I make my own stuff and I feel like just um, a lot of times I'll hear like some cool like effects or like really cool ways that they had like the, the, the instruments like positioned um, in the mix and all that kind of stuff. And um, it inspires me to maybe try something similar in my music. Um, there's nothing like too specific that I've just been like 
listening to nonstop though. Uh, I'm just kind of in creating mode right now, just creating my own stuff and um, creating, you know, new music I'm going to be dropping this year. So. I like to listen to more like alternative music. Um, so, and that music could go back. I mean, I've had things in my playlist like um, that I didn't know was older, you know, cause I didn't know the band, <laughs> but I find out, Oh, it's like early mid two thousands when I thought it was maybe like 2015 or 2016. It might've been like 2010, something like that. 20, 2005. Um, and um, but uh, I think I'm kind of incorporate trying to incorporate some of that. Some of the things that I've listened to over the last 10 years or so, like um, production wise, that's what you're talking about. So that's kind of what catches my ear now is the, a lot of times, other than a good song, I'm listening for the production, like how, what are they doing? And cause I'm, I'm kind of doing that myself too. Like right. producing, I didn't want to, but I, I had to like, I'm, I'm actually trying to work on like some uh, sync placements, like for TV and uh, like TV ads, TV shows, movies, commercials, you know, um and so you'll hear something like uh portugal the man or um uh arcade fire um and then you know and then of course you know the people that like i talk to well i don't talk to music supervisors all the time but i mean in general when i when i'll go to uh, like a seminar or something about sync placements they'll be like oh you know no it's got to be contemporary and then i'll hear them play something from the 80s you know or from the seventies. And I'm like, well, that's not contemporary. I mean, <laughs> right. like they, they decided to choose a, um, you know, a hit song and, you know, they're telling you, Oh no, you have to have, you got to sound like uh, Portugal, the man or arcade mm-hmm. fire or um, who are some of the other ones that I, I think I mentioned uh, or some of the people that you mentioned, right. but um no, no, I just said, I just said, right. I'm, I'm agreeing with you. <laughs> so, um, so I don't think, I don't think you really need to do that. I think you just have to like write, pursue your artistry. And that's kind of what I kind of did a pivot this year. I was like, you know what? I mean, this is great, but I'm going to, you know, listen to what I like to listen to. And then if I like it enough, then maybe I'll try and incorporate some of the ideas, some of the, um, instruments or instrumentation um so on and so forth right so yeah that's so that's that's kind of where i'm at um so i have some new music that's going to be coming out so what's happening with uh future releases i think you mentioned that you um put your cd out in in january this january i did the album is out uh it's dropped okay Okay, and then um, we can find that where on all the streaming. You can find that on. So I made it really easy for you guys to listen to my music if you want to. Um, so you can listen to it on Spotify, uh, SoundCloud, YouTube, Apple Music, Deezer, Amazon Music, wherever you are, I am. You just got to type my name, Seth Witcher. You can type it in Google um, even, and all my stuff will pop up for you. So, um, yeah, it's out right now. The album is called Who Am I? And then um, you, you also have uh, SethWitcher.com, right? SethWitcherOfficial.com. Official.com. Okay. 
sethwitcherofficial.com. Yes, All right, cool. Um, and then what else? Let's see. So for, for the makeup of your band, is that a lot different than the acoustic music, like, um, like the selections, song selections, or do you just incorporate your acoustic uh, work into the band? Yeah. Um, honestly, I have like, I have a set list of like songs I'll play solo or with the band and there it's the same. Set. Um, yeah. Just, you know, with the band, you have more energy. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. That's basically what I, I do. And even when, when I was doing a lot of covers, I would, when I played solo, I would um, incorporate the covers into the, into my solo set. So I would keep practicing them and working on them. So that's, yeah. a, that's a good way to do it. Well, yeah, I mean, your fans, the, you know, your listeners are going to benefit from that because you're going to have it down cold, you know? Right. Um, all right. Is it, anything else uh, you want to tell us? Um, anything new and exciting? Like um, you're going to be performing um, like at any um, bigger venues or you're just doing clubs for now, like local clubs. Sure. Um, so I'm going to be playing out in the Coatesville, um, extant area, uh, more often now, but I'm also going to be, uh, I'm also going to be performing at music fest this year. So you can catch me at music fest, August 7th, August 11th and August 13th. I've obviously got some more shows, uh, before then, but I think music fest is one of the bigger uh, things I'll be doing in the Lehigh Valley area. So that's, um, in August. Um, and on my website on my facebook page um so i'm gonna make it i'm gonna see if i can make that as easy as possible for everyone <laughs> catch me live cool yeah. and um now where where are you from are you from allentown i am from allentown yeah i was still still in that area pardon me you're still in that area currently no but oh. uh i in the area all the time so yeah, I played, uh, I think there's Jabberjaws or something. Is that the mm -hmm. name of the club? I think I played there, but that was like four or five years ago. Right. I haven't really played much in Allentown, but um, I get up to Bethlehem as much as I can. And of course, Arts Quest, you know, it's awesome. Um, and um, like there, you know, hopefully uh, things are going to get back to somewhat normal, you know, soon. And um They'll be having the outdoor performances and stuff. It's really cool to walk through there and catch yeah. some of that. I don't see why they would think yeah. that they're going to have it. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's just in a way it's kind of hard to believe you're like, or is this really going to happen? You know, that's. I, I, think, gonna... it, I think it definitely will. <laughs> I, I, I would bet money that it will 10,000%. Well, I'm not going to bet against you, man. But I'm just because <laughs> <laughs> people are people are you know they're tired of um, not being able to go out, and so um, I mean, from my experience, people are going out. I don't think people care anymore. Well, I love that area because uh, people are very supportive of music and mm. the arts in that area. So that's yeah, a great place to play. Um, all right, so we talked about your writing a little bit and. So who is there anybody that you model yourself after um, and maybe not directly, but maybe the biggest influence? Because um, for me, I have a couple of people in mind, I would say like, because uh, people ask me and I'm like, well, maybe um, 
like a Robert Plant kind of vocal, you know, which I'm not always doing, but I kind of think of that kind of vocal and then guitar. Um, I think Jimmy Page was probably my biggest influence in the early on. And then, you know, everybody else, I mean, Van Halen and, mm. <laughs> you know, so you name it. So is there anybody that you can think of that you, you know, in your mind, like you try and emulate sometimes or maybe when you started out? Now, uh, no, now there's no one. Um, but um, when I first started, I was really into uh, Ed Sheeran and I really worry. I like how he was like playing gigs, like in bars and, and malls, you know, just playing and he got famous. Um, for me, that was something I could like relate to. And it was, it was, um, I remember watching like a video of him performing in a mall and uh, I was thinking to myself like, man, I wish I could do that, you know? And it's really cool to see. And it's really cool to say that I've been able to do that and um, do even more than that. So it's like, uh, it's really cool. I mean, now I don't really have any artists that I emulate myself after because um, I mean, the, the truth is like, I offer something totally different and unique to the world. Um, I am my own person. And I, I feel like my message and, and what I have to say and the way I am, I think will honestly help a lot of people. So I don't feel the need to, um, I don't know, to, to, to emulate myself after somebody. I think what I'm saying is that I found myself. Um, no, I, know. I, I don't mean, I don't mean that you're trying to be that. I just mean, um, but that's cool. I mean, like, um, you know, when I say that, I mean, I'm, I don't go out and try and do Led Zeppelin, you know, like when I perform, you know, but it was a big influence. Like you were saying, like Ed Sheeran, like, um, might've been a big influence over you early on, you know, when you started performing and. Um, so that, that's kind of what I'm talking about. Like what got you started? Like uh, that um, is probably still true now, you know, in some, to some degree. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, you don't want to sound like somebody else. I mean, when, and you don't, I don't think that you do Thank um, you. from, from what I've, what I've listened to so far. And of course, I don't know everything about every artist, <laughs> you know, but um yeah, I mean, the way that you're approaching it, I think it's unique and uh, you have a unique sound. Thank you uh, so much. Honored. So, yeah, man. Um, well, maybe uh, I think I mentioned to you about the um, open mic at Steel Stacks. I'm going to try and get out there again. I don't know if you're going to be doing that, but um, sometime, but maybe we'll meet out there sometime and uh, in person. Yeah. Uh, or um, maybe I'll get to catch one of your shows uh, one of these weekends. I want to hit uh, Steel Stacks again. Um, it's really just a matter of when I can be in the area because um, those open mics are on Thursday nights. So if I can be there, I will be. That's for sure. It's just like a matter of just the logistics of it. Okay. But pretty much every weekend, you'll see me in the Valley playing somewhere. And where, um, so where are you located now? I mean, about like, what kind of area are you living I'm in now? Like an hour and 20 away. Oh, wow. 
like yeah. pa- Pennsylvania or New Jersey or Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Okay. Yeah, it's um. Yeah, like thirty. I'm, I'm about um an hour, a little over an hour from Bethlehem, but okay, it's like the I'm, same. I'm like an hour away from Philly and every everywhere else I want to play too. So, <laughs> you know, but it's kind of a good area to be in, you know. So, um, get get a lot of options. I'll be out at um, Asbury Park on Thursday night. There's a festival, and I'm just joining in on one of the open mic nights out there, just getting out to play. That's um, cool. Yeah, it's it, that's a good area too. Um, but. Um, Again, it's like you know the original scene. That's kind of what I look for, <clears throat> and um, but it's all important, man. You're 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 doing the right thing. I mean, you're getting out and making a name for yourself, and uh, I wish you luck with that and uh, our continued success. Thank um, you, sir. You know, you had some fans there when I saw you, and that was pretty cool to see that. And, yeah. Um, <laughs> unless you if you have anything else that you want to talk about. Um. Yeah, I think I'm pretty good to go. The last thing I just re- want to say is, um, yeah, to your point about fans, I'm honored and I'm grateful that um, people support me the way that they do. Um, I remember like being booed at like my first show, wow. and from being booed to, you know, multiple people coming out to see me at a show. Um, like I-, I had my album release concert, and like a hundred plus people came just to see me. Like wow. for me that that's like um for me that is insane and i'm very grateful so for everyone who comes out and um you know the people who maybe have never heard me before and they're just paying attention and they're they're listening it just means the world so um you know it means the world to to me that you know whoever's watching this is watching um i don't know this is like the beginning of my journey this is uh, where I came from, my roots, and um, where it all starts. So I'm really honored and grateful to have the people who are there, there um, with me. Because without them, I wouldn't be where I am. And without them, I wouldn't be where I'm going to be going. Um, so yeah, I wanted to say that. And then I also just want to say that I'm going to be dropping um, a lot of music this year. So just stay tuned. I've got some stuff for you. Uh that I'm working on. I can't wait to show you. So that's really all I have to say. But I, I, I say thank you, uh, Pat Ferran, for having me. Uh, this is really cool. Yeah, awesome, man. Well, thank you so much. Um, and um, hope to get to see you in person again sometime soon. And um, well, I guess that's it, man. Thanks, thanks for coming by. No and, problem. And um, hope to see you soon. Thanks. Take it yeah. easy. All right, man. Yeah. Thanks. Seth Witcher's music can be found on all streaming platforms and at SethWitcherOfficial.com. For more information about Pat Foran, you can look up Pat Foran Music on the web or go to PatForanMusic.com. You can find me on Instagram pat.forum and also on Facebook. Thanks for listening to Get Labeled Indie Music Roadmap with Pat Foran.